someone long ago observed that too much of a good thing can be a bad thing, and uh, certainly that applies to entertainment choices. You can easily get too much, and it can become too bad too quickly. I'm John Fuller here in the studio with Greg and Erin Smalley. They are authors and speakers. They lead the Focus Marriage team, and we're going to start off today hearing from Bill and Pam Farrell. They're passionate about helping newlyweds succeed, and they talked with Jim Daly about something that could be good in small doses, but it can really interfere with your relationship. I'm talking about video games. One of the areas this is showing itself in young couples today is video games. Mm -hmm. I want to play a clip here from someone who's struggling in this area and get your response. So I've only been married for a few years, um, but my husband seems to be obsessed with video games. It seems like he spends more time doing that than he does with me or our two-year-old son. Um, How can I get him to recognize that he's addicted to this? I mean, that is a really good question. It touches a lot of young couples' lives because that prolonged adolescence is occurring, and especially for young men. Uh, They're coming out of an environment where they have done this, uh, they've been allowed to do it, and it's been trained into them almost. That's how you do it. You come home after work and to relax, you spend two or three hours playing video games. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a great way to destroy a relationship. No kidding. (laughs) Well, first step is she needs to be praying for him. And praying that God makes this an issue in his life. Because if God tells him to stop this and become more responsible, um, it'll start moving. So that's the first step. Second step is continue the prayer and say, God, would you bring men into his life that will address this issue? Hmm. So that's the place to start. Because So I haven't heard you as the wife go and deal with this yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. And again, it's the, it's the first uh, instinct. is I, I just need to tell him. I what need to, to point this out. I need to you know make an issue Straighten of this. him up. <laughs> which tends to just create resistance. Yeah. And so the very thing she's trying to accomplish, it ends up backfiring on her. I worked so, so hard. I deserve this is what she's going to hear if she doesn't preempt it with prayer. But if she spends time praying about how to approach it, God send men around him. And the third thing to pray is give him a passion bigger than that video game. Mm -hmm. Lord, let him get excited about time with me. Lord, let him get excited about time with our kids. Let him get excited about home ownership. Let him get excited about serving in the church. Let something light a fire under my man so that it's more important than that video game. And that's hard to compete with because those are entertaining. They are stimulating. I mean, they're often combat games and it kind of appeals to our five, six-year-old nature as a little boy, the little boy's heart. See, the most powerful thing that she can do that's not going to feel like the most powerful thing to her is to plan things with her and her son that she will do whether he's involved or not. So we're we're going to like we just took our kids our, our grandkids to a gymnastics open open, open gym. gym. And the kids got to walk on balance beams and jump on trampolines and playing in the big pits of foam. And if she plans things like that and says, Hey, we're gonna go do this, would you like to join us? Sometimes she'll choose to go, sometimes she'll choose not to. But when the kid comes back and talks about how exciting it was to go and he missed out. She's now leveraging the power that that kid has Dad, in Dad's life. Dad, you should have been. That was like so fun. Now, it's not going to feel powerful to her because she wants to directly hit it. She just wants to be able to say, you need to get up and you need to take care of this and you need to do this. But if she will create activities that he's welcome to come join, that create good memories for her son, um, that's the most powerful thing she can do on her part to start creating movement in his life. 
All right, Aaron, I'm sure there is some woman thinking, that sounds good, but I've tried talking to my husband, and he's still addicted to the video game. So now what? You know, I would first and foremost be curious, like, what is she seeing that concerns her? Is it a full-blown addiction? Like, it's impacting his everyday functioning and impacting um, him being able to get up and go to work or, you know, interact with the family, maybe. But what I would say, if, if she's bringing it up, she's bringing it up for a reason. There's something that is not working for her. So what is it? It doesn't matter if it's an addiction or not. Something's not working yes. for her. Yes. So I would, well, I would definitely differentiate between calling okay, an so addiction it does matter if versus, it's an addiction. you know, this is bothering me and uh, I, this isn't working for me. So okay. can we talk about that? And what would be working? What would she want? Is it that there's no video games whatsoever in our home? Because I'm guessing that wouldn't be a win for him or fair to him because both people have to matter. Okay, so let's, let's I guess, roll back a bit and, and just unpack a little bit more what the line is for addiction. Because I think a lot of us would say, well, that's addiction or, or maybe that is or... I, so help us understand what what is a definition of addiction? I think it it's when it's um, when a behavior that we do obsessively on a very regular basis when that becomes something that that keeps us from functioning in a normal way. Like we we stop going to work, we quit interacting, we quit doing chores, we we just shut down. We become irresponsible. Yeah, we're just mm-hmm. obsessed with with doing yeah. this thing versus. I think what Aaron is saying that that is so right on. So whether it's an addiction or not, if I'm doing something that doesn't feel like a win mm-hmm. for Aaron, then she, we're a team. She has every right to come to me and say, um, I don't know what the solution needs to look like, but but it needs to be a win for both of us. And right now, just the video game, it just doesn't feel like a win for me. Mm. And we've had moments like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love video games. And, and she has every right, and I would expect her to come to me. If it's not working, then let's talk it through. Because I think for a lot of, a lot of people who love playing video games, the fear is that, well, if we talk about it, then he, she is going to get their way, and, yeah. and I'm not going to be able to, it's to play It's going to be eliminated. Well, that's, I mean, Aaron wouldn't want that for me either, the, because she said it. We, we fundamentally believe that in our marriage, both people matter. Mm-hmm. And so we'll find solutions mm-hmm. that, that feel good to both. And it's, it's recognizing that both of us have different things that we enjoy. Yeah. And there has to be room for both of us. So if Greg enjoys it, playing a video game on a Friday night, you know what? Okay. That's probably not what I would choose. Hey, I get up in the morning and half of my workouts on an exercise bike and I play a video game. <laughs> but I'm all by myself. That's yeah. I love yeah, to do Yeah, but that. let's say Friday nights, I want to go out to dinner. Yeah, you need some time with Greg. Yes, but he's and so how do we navigate yeah. that in a way that feels good to both through. of us? Not talking about it is not the answer. Yeah. I thought it was really powerful for Bill to observe, maybe if my spouse isn't working with me on this, I just need to kind of carve out a better alternative. In other words, I need to I need to do something that brings life to me and maybe eventually he'll see that I want to be a part of that. It's yeah. so good over here. That's better reality is often better than the video games or the 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 fake world that we build. So well, I thought that was an interesting op, uh, opportunity mm-hmm. to do something positive. Yeah, and in what it does is by by showing up that way, it it keeps you from feeling helpless because if I'm constantly trying to get Aaron to change because I don't like that activity yeah. that she does or whatever, 
if my focus is on her and how to get her to quit or start doing this, I'm powerless because then I got to find ways to manipulate her. It's, I mean, it's a terrible mm-hmm. place to be in yeah. versus if I just choose to do something else that that's very empowering. And then often it takes the tug of war, kind of that power struggle away. And all of a sudden, yeah, like they were talking about, the spouse will often go, oh, yeah, it looks like they're having fun. Or I don't want to feel left out. I don't want to be a part of that. But I tell you, at the end of the day, if, if something is going on that we just feel like is a true loss for us, then it's got to matter. And both people have to recognize that you're on the same team. You're either going to win together or lose together. So honestly, be courageous enough to bring mm-hmm. it up recognize that Aaron matters too. So we'll figure out something that that feels good to both of us. And if you need some help in initiating that conversation in a productive way, give us a call. We can give you some talking points. Uh, Just ask for uh, a consultation time with one of our counselors. They'll call you back. It's about a 20-minute phone call. It'll be really helpful. And uh, our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family. Now, we do have the entire conversation with Bill and Pam Farrell available to you. It's called Thriving in the Early Years of Marriage with uh, just a lot of great advice for newlyweds. Uh, Swing by the show notes to find the link for that and to find the phone number to give us a call. Also, when you're at the website, if you can, donate, please, to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us continue making podcasts and programs and videos and have a a rich uh, library of resources available to you. Um, your partnership is crucial, so please donate today. A monthly gift, if you can, would be uh, super helpful if you're not in a spot to be able to do that. Uh, certainly a one-time gift will make a difference. Uh, either way, donate online or when you call 800, the letter A in the word family. Next time, Pastor Kevin Thompson joins us to share lessons he's learned from a couple who were married to each other for 70 years. On behalf of Aaron and Greg and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.